And we often hear, you know, grit, persistence, all the things. And I definitely preach that. I'm all about taking action. I'm all about staying in motion. But if you're staying in motion on every single thing in your life, you're going to burn yourself out and you're not going to actually do everything well. And so grit and quit actually go hand in hand, which is something I don't think many people think about. It's time to create a life that's better than your dreams with the I Heart My Life show. I'm Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your I Heart My Life show host. This is your one-stop shop for all things personal development meets lifestyle. So pull up a seat, get out a pen and a paper and get ready to learn. So this is my seventh time trying to record this episode and I keep starting over because I keep changing the way that I want to initiate this conversation with you. And I want it to be a conversation. I want it to be like we're two friends having a glass of wine together because I'm going to be sharing some of the vulnerable stuff that's been going on with me, as well as some of the big and scary decisions that I'm making on behalf of myself, my intuition, my vision, what I know is meant for me. And I don't really have it planned out. The truth is I couldn't map out this conversation because there are still so many question marks in my mind around what it is that I'm doing and some of the decisions I'm making. And I wanted to be real and honest about that. And so it's challenging to script out a podcast, although honestly, most of the time I do stuff ad hoc and I I love to let it flow and just be in the moment. But it was hard to plan this out when there are so many things that are unknowns in this conversation I'm going to be having with you uh, virtually today. So where to begin? Number one, I wanted to share some of the things that I'm doing and not doing over the next few months to facilitate a transformation within myself. But before I give you the specifics, I want to let you in and let you know how I've been feeling and what's been coming up for me, especially in the digital space. So I'm coming up on 10 years of I Heart My Life. So I came up with the idea in September 2013. And that's a long time. That's a decade, right? 10 years. And I'm so proud of that. And many people have mentioned to me that they've been really grateful for my consistency and for constantly showing up and for, you know, being there. And they've loved being a part of the journey. And and honestly, that's music to my ears. And I'm grateful that you see me as somebody who is consistent and persistent because I definitely see myself in that way. And at the same time, I'm tired. (laughs) And not just tired in like the physical sense, because I'm actually doing pretty well in that sense. I have an amazing child who's been sleeping through the night since like 10 weeks old. (laughs) I get eight to nine hours of sleep every night. I exercise, all that good stuff. But I'm tired in the sense that I feel that something is, it needs to shift. And I want, I like, there's this amazing um, teacher. She runs a company called To Be Magnetic. You might know of her, Lacey Phillips. And she talks about how oftentimes we are the crab in the crab shell and the crab shell is too small, but we haven't yet gotten our big shell yet. And so we're in this weird in between and we know that it's a period of transition and yet all the pieces haven't fallen into place or we don't have the total that we don't have the full vision yet. We don't know what that big crab shell is going to look like. We don't know if we're ready to fully step into it. And yet we know that the smaller one doesn't fit. And so it feels squished. It feels icky. It feels, um, restrictive. 
and we want to make a change, right? We're ready for that new journey. We're ready for that new, that new thing. And that's definitely how I feel. And yet I haven't had the full clarity around what that is. Now, I'm not saying that it's a completely different company, but I'm also not saying that it's not, right? And that's what makes this conversation so challenging because I don't actually have all the answers to give you, but I wanted to let you in and just share like some of the the messy middle, so to speak, that I've been sitting with. And how I'm navigating that in the hopes that not only does this strengthen our relationship and and you can feel my vulnerability and appreciate that, but also um, maybe it'll help you if you're in that same place, kind of like that limbo place. And I also think it's really important because although I don't feel like I owe anyone anything, you are important to me. You are a listener of this show. You are a member of the community. And I know that whatever I go through, um, it's in service to you and, and you are deserving to know the truth. You are deserving to be let in behind the scenes, right? Now, I know that I don't want to share from a place of wounding, and that's not even what this is. There's not a wound that I'm working on here. There's not something I'm looking to heal necessarily. There's just a level of curiosity around what's next. And I know for me, some big decisions had to had to be made in order for me to have this space to generate, find, I don't know, explore that next level crab shell to stick with that metaphor. And again, I don't know if this is me finding something new. I don't know if this is like me morphing the current shell into the bigger one. Um, but I'm here for it and I'm here for the exploration. I'm here for, for getting curious and for ultimately trusting my intuition that is screaming at me and is saying, you need to spend some time figuring out what this is. Okay. You need to allow the space for this. And so that's what's happening. So number one, I'm going to be putting this podcast on hold for the summer. So we're going on hiatus. I've been doing this show since 2018, and it's been one of the greatest joys of my life. It's been so beautiful. I have loved all the interviews, some of the people I've gotten to spoke, speak with. It's just, I can't even believe that I've been able to have those conversations. I've loved teaching. I've loved um, all of your feedback on how the show has changed your lives. It's been so, so fun. And at the same time, the show is not where I want it to be in terms of the reach, the listenership, the amount of impact we get to have. I know it's meant for so much more. And so I personally feel like I need the time and space to figure that out. And the interesting thing about my brand, I Hurt My Life, is it is a brand, but it's also so much about me. And it's so much of my heart put into it. And so when I feel like I'm in the small crab shell, the brand is also in the small crab shell, okay? And I know it takes time for things to grow. I'm not saying I deserve to have everything, you know, with with a snap of my fingers and it's going to happen overnight. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I am saying that sometimes when something feels harder than it needs to be, or there's a level of challenge and a lack of flow, there's something to be evaluated. And that's what I want the time and space to do is to do that evaluation. And I haven't given myself that truly, if I'm being honest, in 10 years of hard work on this brand. Okay. So I'm putting the podcast on hold to revisit the vision 
And this was a hard decision, right? This is one of my favorite things. I said that I love this podcast so much. And I actually have other episodes recorded. I think we have like 10 or 12 that I'm going to hit pause on and not release this second. And like I said, there's a few reasons why some are personal. Others are the fact that I have been very frustrated by the personal development space and more specifically our obsession with new content. Now, trust me, I am right in that boat with you. If you are all about the newness, all about the new episode, the new show, the new thing, I am the person who, you know, Netflix totally has me figured out. I go from Bridgerton to Love is Blind to Indian matchmaking. They've got me pegged. (laughs) When one thing ends, the new thing starts. Okay. I get it. And what it's felt like is like this conveyor belt of newness and nothing actually gets to be absorbed properly. It's like I release an episode, we share it for a week, and then that's it. It's in the archives. And that for me is so painful. Like, and, and I don't know if you're a podcaster and you're listening or you're some sort of creator, but to think that, you know, that episode will only be listened to for a week, which I know is not the total reality, but at the same time, like we don't have the capacity to market 300 different episodes every single week right? And maybe there's a tool out there that does that. Maybe, you know, I just haven't reached that point in podcasting where I could make this a lot simpler and I'm not asking for people to be sending me tips, but I think we can all agree that like the level of content that we are meant to churn out as creators and as people who are impactors and people who are visible and we're, we're, you know, thought leaders and making an impact in the world. It is insane. Okay. And I'm not available for that right now, at least not at this point in terms of how I feel. Okay. And for those of you, you know, who have massive podcasts and you build up your team and everything's going amazingly awesome. That's so, so great. And maybe this works for you, but for me, it started to not feel good. And it started to feel like, why am I continuing to do this? Okay. And I know that there are many reasons why I know this podcast has served many people. You're listening and I'm so grateful for that. But the question marks became louder than the statements. And when that happens for me in any area of my life, I feel that it's my duty, not just for myself, but for those of you listening to evaluate that and to lean into the question. Okay. So Sometimes, you know, that gut instinct that we have and our intuition, it's leading us to something different. Sometimes it's just leading us to make a shift or a change. But regardless, I know based on my own experience with intuition and ways in which it has shown up in the past, it's my duty to listen. A few months ago, I came across a post from another coach. And honestly, I don't even know who it was. Um, it was random. It was on Instagram. I was I was looking through and saw her post. And it was something around quitting her coaching business. And she referenced this book called Quit. And it stood out in my mind because I remember the cover and I also remember, you know, the name, So Catchy Quit. <laughs> and it the subtitle is The Power of Knowing When to Walk Away. It's by an author called Annie Duke. And Annie is actually a um, former professional poker player. And so in this book in particular, she has a variety of different examples of quitting. Um, but she talks about herself in particular where, you know, you can't continue to play poker, 
you know, you can't, you can't play every single hand that you're dealt. You can't continue to play if you're losing over and over and over. Obviously that sounds really obvious, but (laughs) you know what I'm trying to say here. She talks about, you know, the power in quitting essentially, especially quitting when you're ahead. And that, that, that person who had posted saying she read this book and she was ultimately shutting down her coaching business that stood out in my mind, not just because of of what she was doing, but because of this book. And so I've picked it up and started reading it and I'm about halfway through and it's really, it's just so amazing. And I bring that up at this point in the conversation because although my plan is not to quit the podcast, my plan is to revise it and figure out a way to make it feel more aligned and also do it justice, which I don't feel like I'm doing right now. Like I feel like I have, I don't know, like I said, the 12 different episodes coming up with the most amazing guests. And yet our marketing's not on point. It's not reaching the amount of people I want it to reach. And I feel like I'm doing the podcast and those guests a complete disservice. All right. And it's, and frankly, it's because there's too many things going on. Like we're promoting every single week, 52 episodes a year. Right. And I know I, I think about TV shows, no one like people take hiatuses all the time, but us as content creators, that's not the norm. We're not doing the schedule from September to May, or at least I'm not seeing many people do that. And we're running ourselves into the ground. And then we wonder why we get to the point where we're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Or I do want to get to the point. I'm at the point where I want to completely quit. And this book in particular is so powerful because it actually teaches you how to know when it's the right time to quit. And we often hear, you know, grit, persistence, all the things. And I definitely preach that. I'm all about taking action. I'm all about staying in motion. But if you're staying in motion on every single thing in your life, you're going to burn yourself out and you're not going to actually do everything well. And so grit and quit actually go hand in hand, which is something I don't think many people think about. So I'm reading this book, long story short, to get to the root of, you know, what is it that I want to let go? What is it that I want to quit? And even saying that word quit out loud is so funny because it has such a negative connotation, even in my body. I'm like, oh, I'm not a quitter, you know? And yet I'm the person who applied to 12 grad schools around the United States, was driving to Northwestern and literally turned the car around. So maybe I am. And so one of the things that I just wanted to bring up is, is just this concept of quitting and how I'm looking into that. And I feel that when I educate myself and I learn, I lean into these new things and these new layers and these new ways of thinking, ultimately it serves the community. Okay. So I may not have all the answers at the moment, uh, but there's a level of exploration that I wanted to share with you, even if it's a newfound piece of content or a new way of thinking. And have you also pondered that? Are there things in your life that you've been consistent at only because you have this ego attachment to it and it's not actually your truth? Okay. That same woman I referenced earlier, Lacey Phillips, she talks about the difference between what is authentically you and what is your ego. And that's something I've definitely been leaning into is like, what is true authenticity for me? Who is, who is Emily? What is my true self? And then what have I been doing or being or showing up as that is pure ego because the ego is the low vibration. That's not going to get you what you desire. That's not going to lead to the happiness that you're craving. And yet so many of us are operating from that place. 
Um, and I know, you know, there's an example in this book called quit, um, of Stuart, uh, Butterfield, who's this amazing entrepreneur and, and creator. And he years ago had a company called glitch and it's, it had, I think it was, I don't know, it was November. I forget what year, <laughs> don't quote me, but it had its best week over. He had something like $6 million in the bank. And yet one night during their best week ever, he woke up and realized they needed to shut down the company because he had run the whole tape through and he knew what was coming up down the line if they stayed the course and, and ultimately, you know, they would hit some of their goals, but in the long term, in the long run, it wouldn't be, um, sustainable. So anyway, he went to all the investors. He went to the staff that he had built up all the people who he'd spent months, if not years getting jazzed up about what it was that they were creating. And he told them they were going to be shutting it down. Long story short, he ended up taking a portion of that company and ended up turning it into Slack, which when it went public sold for 27.7 billion, something along those lines to Salesforce. Right. And I share that because that stands out to me in the book as such a powerful example of intuition and, and not just intuition, but he literally was like thinking about the numbers, playing the whole tape through, looking at what was going to be profitable and what was going to be doable. And he knew in his gut, even though it was the best week ever financially that he had to shut it down. And then obviously that left space for something else. And that's what I'm trying to say around this grit and quit. If you're gritty at everything, there also is no space for anything new to come in. And so I've been really tuning into what is authentically me and what is ego. And of course, staying the path, like everyone loves, everyone wants to be the person who does that. <laughs> no one wants to quit. That doesn't feel good to your ego. But if you're trying to do everything and you're doing something just because you can, or because you always have, or because it feeds your ego, then and it's taking up space in your life where the true desire, the true thing, the authentic thing um, wants to come in, but can't. And maybe for you, you know, that Stuart Butterfield example resonates, but maybe for you, it's not about money. Maybe you have to play the whole tape through and ask yourself, if I'm continuing down this path, is it going to be a death, you know, detrimental to my health or my happiness or my relationships or my joy, you know? And the truth is I'm a completely different person than when I started this podcast in 2018. I'm a completely different person than when I started my brand in 2013. I think about, and I can even look back on some of those initial videos, even my voice sounds different. You know, there was a, there was a, not a level of confidence there. I had no idea what I was doing. And sometimes, you know, today I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing, but I definitely know a lot more than that person. And I'm a different person. Even thinking back at my husband, looking at my husband, we met in 2011 and thinking about him and who he is, he's a completely different person. And so what I'm trying to say is I know that this brand is, how do I put it? It's so me in many ways. And yet it's not because it's still in the small crab shell. And yet we don't have the big crab yet, the crab shell yet. So I kind of feel like I've been doing the same thing over and over again. And as much as I love elements of it, it's like, you know what, Emily, you need to give yourself the time and the space to figure out what the new thing actually is. And you deserve that. Um, and when it comes to the content piece, I do feel like, you know, I'm a little exhausted from the content and from putting out so, so much stuff. It doesn't feel fresh at the moment. It doesn't feel 
fully aligned. Um, it feels a bit like it's just this groundhog day, you know, and I know that that's some element. There's some element to building a business that's, you know, repetition is required. You're going to obviously become a master at something if you do repeat it, but it's more than that for me. And I know that was a super long pause, but I'm trying to come up with the words. As I mentioned, this has not been planned out. There are so many question marks. And I know this is not just uh, Emily's getting bored and wants to break everything sort of an experience. This is a true knowing that there's something that is trying to come through. And yet with all the content and all the sharing and all the stuff, It's not been able to up until this point, or maybe I haven't been ready for it. And now I am. And that leads me to the second thing that I'm putting on hold. Now, this is the biggest one. And it's the one that freaks me out the most, because again, I actually really like this thing most of the time. Okay. So I am actually putting social media on hold. Now, my reason for this is because I feel that it clouds my clarity I'm the type of person who, you know, I've trained myself to be happy and get excited about all the things that people are doing that are amazing in the world. And so that means when I'm scrolling through Instagram, it's like, oh my gosh, that person's in Paris. Amazing. That person started this beautiful store. Awesome. Oh my gosh. They have a new course. So cool. Oh, look at this collaboration, like all the things. (laughs) And I love it all. I'm also a manifesting generator, which if you know human design, it means I can do a lot of things. I have a lot of energy. I have the ability to do the stuff. Does that mean I necessarily should? No. So what I want to do is really clear the space in terms of my own, um, not even focus. So I would say maybe I spend 40 minutes on social media a day. I'm not the type of person that's going through over and over and over and scrolling and just obsessed with the feed. But at the same time, the things that I do see, it takes away from my inner knowing because I am excited about so many different things. And it's hard to know what the next step actually is and what's going to create the true happiness that I desire and deserve. Again, what is ego versus authentically true? And so I feel I need to turn down the volume, so to speak, and get really just focused on myself, (laughs) go inward to see what that next step actually is. Okay. And maybe you feel the same way. Maybe you feel, you know, James was telling me that there's this like crazy research out there that says we have more information coming at us on a daily basis than the president in the 1950s ever did in their entire term, like something crazy like that. And that's what I think, you know, one of the things that I experience from social media, it's just all the stuff and all the ads. And I'm, you know, this is one of the reasons why I was like, should I actually share this? Because clearly I share stuff on social media all the time. (laughs) I'm one of those people, right? And so there's nothing wrong with that. It's just knowing the period of time in your life when maybe taking a month or even a week or even a day off from a platform is going to serve you. And I have reached that point. Okay. And so I can't 
in good faith, allow myself to continue doing the same things I've always done when I know that number one, I need a break. And number two, there's something that's trying to come through that I haven't allowed the time and the space to be able to hear or to receive. And that's just my own intuition, my own inner knowing. And there have been other things that have been happening behind the scenes. I'm not going to go into those today. Maybe those are the Um, we're back from hiatus, uh, points that I'm going to talk about in that future conversation. Um, but there have been things that have let me know that there, something's trying to come through. Okay. That there's like an element of me up leveling and yet holding myself back. And so this intuition around it's time for me to put some things on pause get quiet, go inward, not be on social media, not be as visible, really focus on myself. That's been kind of screaming at me for the last year, if I'm being completely honest. And so I'm finally ready to actually do it because I'm sure all of you who do create content and who do run a business can, can, you know, understand and empathize with, it's not easy to say, oh, I'm turning off some of my marketing, right? But I trust myself and my intuition so greatly and I'm not willing to do something that's not serving me anymore because if it's not serving me, it's actually not serving my community, which is the people I'm actually marketing to, right? Do you see that? And I know by me going inward, like that means I will have space to create the next beautiful thing, the next beautiful piece of work, become the next version of myself. And that will ultimately serve the world than me like running on this crazy hamster wheel, trying to get out all this content, doing the same thing over and over again. You know, I I do feel like I've been doing the same thing for 10 years and I know there's another chapter in store for me, but I need the the space to explore that. Okay. Um, And until it's available for me, I can't give it to anyone else. And so, you know, again, this is really all about myself and I am being selfish in that way. And I think that's important for us in our lives to do that from time to time. Well, actually all the time, self-love is very, very important. It's everything. And when you care for yourself and you show up for yourself and you speak your truth and live your truth, that serves everyone around you, period, as hard as it often is. Okay. But until it's available to me, I cannot give it away. Um, so those are the two things I'm doing at the moment, putting the podcast on hiatus and also taking a break from social media. And one of the things that's so hard about that is I'm like, but I want to share stuff about my daughter. I want to put her out there because she's so cute and she's growing so fast. And I will, like, it's not like I'm never going to be on social media again. And you know, who knows? I could feel after a week that I'm complete. And I know that, um, and I've gotten the clarity I'm searching for and I've gone in internally and, and figured it out, or it could be a month or it could be two months. I mean, my gut instinct is saying at least a month off social media And I think that's probably a healthy thing for most of us to do at some point, if we're being completely honest. And this is not about me twiddling my thumbs during this time. It is about me getting quiet, quieting my mind, tuning into myself and my intuition, because we always know, we know what our next steps are. We know who we are. We know what is authentic to us, but sometimes the world's noisy. Sometimes we, uh, 
put the noise in our life for a reason because we're scared of the truth, right? And so I know I will get the clarity and I will have under, an understanding of what that next crab shell, the bigger crab shell looks like. Um, but I'm just not sure how long it will take, but I, I imagine it will take at least a month in terms of the social media piece. So that's my update for now. And I want to just say thank you because you have always been so supportive of me. And I hope that this gave you some things to think about as well. And if you're in the same place, like I said, I'm not going to just be sitting here twiddling my thumbs. I'm going to be reading. Uh, I have some really beautiful personal development books laid out, some that I basically just pick stuff that resonates with me. Um, so if like this book quit, I thought about it for months and then finally ordered it. Um, if there's a book that's been standing out for you, maybe it's the time to pick it up. Maybe there's a podcast that you know would really serve you. Um, I'm going to be doing some courses. I'm also having lots of conversations with people I trust. You know, one of my best friends, she told me the other day, she said, Emily, you can't miss the path. You are the path. And I thought that was so, so beautiful and so insightful. And although many of us are searching for the path, just recognize that you are the path. But sometimes that means you need to turn something off or give yourself the space to actually tune into yourself to see what the path actually looks like. You could be blind to it. We could have been, you could have been ignoring it. You could have been, um, covering it with ego or fears or what your parents think you should do or what society thinks or what you've been told will work and yet isn't working for you. So just tune into yourself in whatever way that that looks for you. So maybe it is, like I said, the podcast, the books, just sitting in silence, taking a trip, turning something off, clearing the calendar. Even, you know, some people might say, well, I don't have the luxury of, of doing what you're doing. And believe me when I say, I don't have the luxury of it either, but I'm making it happen. Okay. And I'm not going to go into all the details this second. Like I said, that's not what this is about, but this year has been crazy for me. I've, I've had the rug ripped out underneath me so many times, like literally. And so when you think about rock bottom and you look at other people and, you know, maybe you're in rock bottom, but um, you don't think other people are. Just remember, everyone has their stuff. Everyone has things happening. And rock bottom is the perfect place to really tune in and ask yourself, what is actually going on here? Because you are being invited to something. It's not rock bottom for no reason. You're invited to, for something. And and trust me, like I said, I this is not the perfect time for me to be making this decision. <laughs> but I know that it is in many ways. And of course, if it was easy, everyone would do it. And so this is one of the challenges I'm being faced with that I'm willing to take head on and run with on behalf of myself and the next level version of me. And of course, all of you in this community. So when I'm back, I'll share some of my findings. I'll share some more specifics around what I did um, because I'm confident that there will be shifts that come from this. Um, and I'll just give you as many details as I can. So I hope this wasn't too vague. I hope this gave you a few things to think about. I hope that this, um, yeah, just gave you an insight into what's been going on for me and what's next and also gives you an element of permission 
to quit if you need to quit, to go on hiatus if you need to go on hiatus, to reroute, to discover your true path, to let go of ego, and ultimately follow your bliss. And before I officially sign off, I want to make sure you are fully supported while we are on our hiatus. Just a quick reminder, we have over 300 episodes of the I Heart My Life show. So please go back and listen to your favorites or check out the ones that you may have missed. So much juicy content and all of the incredible guests are just full of wisdom and life-changing information. So you definitely don't want to miss any of the episodes. And there's also some really incredible teaching episodes on there. And you can also go to iheartmylife.com to learn more about our courses. We also just added a completely free success library for you to get access to. You'll see that on the main page there, it's valued at over $1,900, which is absolutely amazing. You can also still work with me privately if you go to emilywilliams.com services. So lots to take advantage of. Don't worry. We're not going to forget you. We're going to make sure you're fully supported. Uh, There's tons of resources available for you. So make sure and check out whatever resonates with you. Thank you so much for being a listener of the I Heart My Life show. And I'll talk to you when I'm back. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the I Heart My Life show. Now do us a favor and tell people about this episode. It's truly our duty to make sure that the I Heart My Life movement is spread far and wide. The truth is life can be challenging, but it is possible for all women to love themselves and their lives. And while you're at it, send a link to this episode to three of your friends today, or maybe even post it on social media. Use the hashtag I Heart My Life Show. That's hashtag I Heart My Life Show. And if you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on, and leave a review because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help. And I read all of them. Please remember everything you desire is meant for you and possible. Keep showing up, taking action, and believing in your dreams.